let's say one about God's promises. You know, standing on the promises of God. Look at page 410. 410. 410. Does anyone have anything they'd like to share before we sing this song? You know, we have lots of things to pray for, and I just understand this afternoon that uh, Meg has COVID, and uh, of course she's feeling okay. I think Pam's not feeling very well, but uh, anyhow, you know, we just need to pray for them, and and need to pray for Jack, uh, Vanessa's dad. Um, he's not doing very well, so lift him up in prayer if you can. He he had a rough night last night, and and uh, looks like we might stay with him for some time. But anyhow, he'll be nine year old tomorrow. Nine years old tomorrow. So we live back up tomorrow's birthday. So standing on the promises of God. You know, we there's lots of things we can stand on. But, you know, God has given us a promise. He's given us lots of promises, and we can stand firm in all those. Standing on the promises of God.
top right there. And uh, I do, I'll share something right now. I'll, I'll just share it out here really quick. By the way, y'all don't forget Benny when you pray too. We definitely need to pray for Benny. And, uh, definitely pray for Benny. You know, there's lots of, we can lift each other up in prayer. And that's one thing I'm going to talk about, we'll talk about tonight is, uh, you know, Brother Mike, as you was teaching this morning, he talked about the value, the value of our church family. You know, you can draw strength in the value of a church family. Amen. And you know, it's a blessing to have a church family. When you become a Christian, you know, that's just not, uh, you know, you, you can't walk that road by yourself. You can't walk that road by yourself. You're going to have some struggles, you're going to have some hard times. In, in, in your in your walk, your daily walk, and uh, it's good that we can help each other as a church family and help carry those burdens. We're gonna talk a little bit about that tonight and, and some scripture and stuff. But you know why why is it um, a church family? You know y'all y'all can help me out. Why is it valuable to y'all? Why is it valuable to have a church family? Anyone want to share? What other family do you have that's as big and as close as your church family? You know, after after our children get grown and, and move out, we see them occasionally. We don't see them daily or weekly even. But I, I see you guys weekly, and uh, we communicate uh, via text and stuff and phone, and it's just part of what my life is. Right. You know, it's just part of what my life is. Is is here. Right. And, and it's mine, you know. Um, I've had opportunity to serve at other churches and, and stuff, and I still have some church family. But, um, you. Can, I'll go warm me up. I'll go turn it on. Chris, you know, just going through, we all go through lots of um, situations. I can hear a lot of static there, Billy. Um, you know, we go through lots and lots of uh, some struggles. I can tell you we can go through struggles. I've been through lots of struggles, and I can tell you each and every one of y'all how. But, you know, the church family uh, helped get us through that. And you know, and as Brother Michael spoke this morning, how, you know, it's a value to be in a church family. And, uh, you know, go back to my loss of my brother. And uh, that was hard. You know, and, uh, you know, but anyhow, I know where he's at. You know, I can find comfort in that, but don't make anything any easier, you know, knowing he's not here with me now. And I miss mom and I miss dad. But, you know, 
been over there when um, been at Delane's house and, and seeing you know like Brother Bo and Melinda and Chris and Pam and and Brother Steve and all the ones that came, you know that brought a lot of comfort, brought a comfort to the family, and that meant a lot uh, to be there. But you know it's valuable to have a church family, and and I was thinking about you know we're all, we're heirs of God, and. Uh, and how many remember the show used to come on back in the, I think it's back in 1984, it used to come on, The Rich and the Famous. Y'all remember that? I used to watch that all the time, The Rich and the Famous. Y'all know who hosted that? Robin Lynch. Robin Lynch, he hosted that show. And I used to watch that show, and you see all these rich people, they have all these valuable things, and have all these, this wealth and stuff, but you know, then I, I, I wanted a part of that. I said, oh man, one day I want to be rich and famous and have what they got. But you know, you think about that. As I'm a Christian, you know, all that stuff they have, all that rich and stuff was built by their hands, by man's hands. And all that's going to wither away. And when, they get to, when, when God calls us home, if you're a child of God, you know, they're not going to take one penny of that with them. We're all going to be equal in Christ. We're all going to be rich. We're all going to be rich and very valuable because we had a God who sacrificed, gave us a, a perfect sacrifice so that we can have that, be heirs of God. But, but anyhow, I'm going to look at some scripture right here that talks about that. And just real brief, I won't be very long at all. But you know, after like I said, after Brother Mike mentioned that this morning, it's just been it's just been working on me talking about church family and how much it means to me. You know, each and every one of y'all are a blessing to me in, in so many ways. And we're so blessed to have a Sunday school teacher like Brother Mike and a pastor like we do Brother Steve. We are so blessed. And ones that can play the piano, you know, Marilyn and Chris and and can sing. Um, you know what a blessing it is. But you know, each and every one of you have a special place in your life that touches someone. Uh, and each and every one of y'all have a special place in your life that touches me and my family. And uh, you know, just bringing us here is what a blessing it is. And I, and I, I tell you all the time what a blessing it is to be here. And it is a wonderful blessing to be at Liberty Hill. I'm so blessed and our family is so blessed. But you know, we can look in... Uh, in the Bible, some examples that um, that you know, in, in like in Romans eight fourteen, it says, "All who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God's. All who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God's." And that's Romans eight fourteen. I'm gonna go through a lot of scripture. You know, and of course, there's a lot of. Scripture in the Bible that you know contains to the family, and He brings us out, you know, in God's Word. But in Romans eight sixteen and seventeen, it says like this: The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, then heir, children. Let me read that again. Uh, the Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and fellow heirs of 
Christ. And saying that right there, you know, went back to go back to the rich and famous. You know, you think about that. You know, there's there's lots of people in this world. I understand there's 900 billionaires. There are 900 billionaires, but you know, all that wealth they got, there's not one penny of that is going to go with them in the glory land. We can have you can be the 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 poorest person over here. He can be the poorest person in the world, but if he's got Christ in his heart, and this very wealthy person over here, he's got all the wealth in the world. If he ain't got Jesus Christ, he ain't got nothing. Amen. But this real very poor, poor person over here, if he's got Jesus Christ in his life, he's got a lot of wealth. And this wealthy person over here, he's got Jesus Christ in his life, he's going to have the same thing. This poor man's going to have the same thing. He's going to have identical the same thing, the same wealth. Because we're, we're heirs of God. He, he don't discriminate. We're all going to have the same thing. And that's what, that's what he's saying right here. And, uh, you know, we also can look in some more scripture right here. That, uh, you know, uh, well, in saying that right there, you know, uh, you, you want to you think about that. You know, we're all brothers and sisters. Uh, when we become a, a family, when I'm a Christian, when I become a Christian, it kind of, you know, didn't really register me why I call Brother Chris, Brother Chris, and Brother Michael, Brother Michael, Sister Marilyn, Sister Pam. Why do we call them that? Why do we call them brothers and sisters? Because we are all brothers and sisters in Christ. We're all adopted in the same family. But, you know, there's some more scripture that we can look at. And a lot of this is going to come, well, all of it's pretty much going to come out of the New Testament. And uh, here Jesus in Rome, in, well, I'll take it back in John 13, verses 34 through 35. It says right here, Jesus himself calls his disciples to love one another in such a way that all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love one for another. You know, and that's very important right there. Um, showing love. Just reaching out. Just showing just someone just a little bit of love. As Kaylee mentioned yesterday in her, in her missions um, time, you know, you can show a lot. Show a lot of affection just by giving somebody a hug. Just give them a little bit of love. It goes a long ways. Love one another as Christ has loved you. And then we can look in Galatians. I look at, you know, there's a lot of scripture I looked at, but in Galatians chapter 6, verses 2 says, To bear one another's burdens. Bear one another's burdens. You know, in a church family, we can't, we all going to share, we all going to have struggles. Again, I mentioned that earlier, we're going to have struggles, we have burdens. But it's so good that we can share those together. And, you know, if I had a big burden and something that was really weighing on me, I, have, I can go to Michael, and I'm sure he'd be right there in a second. I can go to Brother Kenneth, he'd be right there in a second. Any of y'all would, and I would do y'all the same way. Uh, we need to share, uh, you know, these burdens together. And, uh, you know, again, we're all going to have these struggles and, and burdens in our lives, but, you know, we need to help and uh, to help one another. And then you can also look in Galatians. It shares, it talks more about this right here. Galatians 5, 13 says, Through love, serve one another. 
So when struggles are brought to you know your church or brought to us, us as believers, we need to respond in serving one another. We need to be a servant. Whatever we need to do, we need to be a servant. Reach out and be a servant to others. And you know, there's, there's some that can't, may not can physically, can physically actually go and do something for somebody. Um, but you know, there's a lot. There's one major thing you can do, and that's prayer. Um, just like Brother Benny, you know, Brother, you know, Benny, we can we can write him letters and 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 send him letters and and be encouraging to Benny. And we need to be encouraging to Benny and, and pray for Benny. He needs lots and lots of prayer. But, you know, we can't stop there. You know, we need to continue. When Benny comes home, we need to continue showing him love. We need to continue praying for him and his family. Amen. And, and don't stop. And, and, and again, not just for Benny. I'm talking about for each and every one of us. We need to we need to share each other's, you know. Um, well, we need to pray for one another. Always lift up uh, each other up in prayer. And uh, again, we have a pastor. You know, Brother Steve. Uh, you think about him. You know, being a pastor has a lot. He has a lot on him. You may not think he does, but a pastor has a lot on him. But we need to lift him up in prayer. Brother Steve needs to be lifted up in prayer every day. And um, Brother Michael, uh, you know, Sunday school teacher. Uh, I pray for you every morning before I come to church. Uh, because, you know, you just need to be lifted up. And, you know, God answered those prayers. Amen. And, uh, you know, when uh, Vanessa and I first walked in these doors here, the very first time we walked in these doors, and, uh, of course, we knew a, a few of y'all, but we didn't, uh, really know everybody and, and especially didn't know Brother Steve but until we came in but anyhow the message that he preached to us that day brought to us was the message that that <laughs> Vanessa and I prayed for before we walked to those doors and that's how God works that's how God works but what a blessing it was and it's it, you know I, could, I couldn't ask uh, for any better place that God has ever placed us, and that's right here. That's right here. You know, we've come from different churches and, and, uh, and still have a lot of friends, but, you know, being right here, right now in my life, is the place where God has placed us, and we want to be a part of this church, and thank God we are part of this church and part of this wonderful family that God has blessed us with. But again, we need to lift each other up, you know, as much as we can in prayer. Like I said, there's things that we may not can do physically, uh, but, you know, we can, we can lift each other up, lift each other up. And God will answer those, answer those prayers right there. And uh, you can look, we can also look in, in Colossians. There's some good verses in Colossians. In Colossians 3.16 states that we as believers, we as Christians, should be teaching one another in all wisdom. You know, that is, that is so true right there. Um, you know, God, uh, and I'm going to go for Brother Michael again, uh, he teaches the truth. He teaches the truth. 
Brother Steve, he teaches the truth and preaches the truth. We all know, always need to do that. And God's, you know, in, in, in how God inspires us to teach the truth. You know, this is Paul writing here saying that in all wisdom, uh, we need to follow Christ. Is how Christ is leading us to do what His followers do, to do the truth, to teach the truth in all, in all ways. And, uh, you know, don't, and it says right there, you know, um, in, in Ephesians 4.25 says, Therefore, having put away falsehood, let each one of you speak for the truth with his, with his neighbor. You know, if it, ain't, if, if it ain't God's Word, it ain't something that, it, don't teach it. If, you know, teach God's Word, teach the truth. And, uh, and then God will, God will bless that in all ways. And uh, then we can go down into, uh, you know, there's some verses in, uh, you know, like I said, I've looked at lots and lots of verses, but there's also some verses in, in Hebrews 10, 24, calls us as believers to stir up one another to love and good works. And what I'm saying right here is, you know, by teaching what God has inspired us to do, um, God's going to God's going to inspire us to um, to go another direction. Um, and by saying that right there, I look at it like this: I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for someone uh, putting good works where I could see what their good works was. Why well, I'm saying some good teaching and some and some good leadership and and I wouldn't be up here no way without God's help especially but someone influenced me by their good works. By what I, I, and I'm, I'm going to use Chris, Brother Chris for a good example of that right there. There's no way I would be up here leading a song if it wasn't for his inspiration in my life. I mean that's the truth. There's no way I would do it. Um, but it wasn't him alone. But but him putting encouragement in my life, and, and and God working through me, give me the strength to do to do it. And by no means, you know, I'm not a pro at it or anything like that. But Brother Chris set the stage for that, and and I can't. I can't thank him enough for that. But like I said, just little things goes a long way. It's just like we had the kids yesterday in our uh, you know, Bible school. You know, kids watch every little thing you do. Every little thing you do. And a good example is that I used to coach peanut football. And uh, this has been years ago. Little bitty kids. And they'll be out there poking fingers in their ear holes. And, and just like the kids yesterday running around up here on the stage all afternoon, you know, they was tired. I know they was tired, but they was so wound up. And these kids on this football field is the same way. You're teaching little kids. But, you know, you wouldn't think they was paying you no mind at all. You wouldn't think they'd be looking at you at all or even listening to you or anything. But when you lined them up, they say, okay, y'all line up right here, let's run this play. They run exactly what, like you told them to do it. Even though you didn't think they was paying you no mind. And saying that, you know, kids, watch watch you so we need to be a good example to our kids 
and not just our kids. We need to be a good example to kids that we come in contact with. And um, like I shared this morning, you know, it made a big impression on me, and it was a Bible school, and is at First Baptist Church Cleveland. Uh, you know, that, that little girl there in that classroom, in that room, like I said, we just had them for about 20 minutes, and all the kids, like I said, were just running, you know, not paying no mind, but this one little girl was paying attention. She was listening. And I, I just remember her brown eyes. I wish I could remember her name, but I'm sure she's grown and got kids gone. But her brown eyes just really just got your attention. But she was listening to everything I said and talking about God, how big God is. You know, and she was like soaking this in. And uh, when I said, you know, God lives in, you invite him in. And I pointed to her chest and I said, you know, God will live inside your heart. I said, you invite him in. And, uh, and she was just eating that up. And she was thinking of everybody in the world. If they have God living, he's got to be a big God. And she said, is God that big? And, you know, and I said, you know, we serve a big God. You know, we have a big God. And then she said, if, and if you invite him in and he lives inside of you, won't he be poking out? And like I said, when she said that, I started laughing. And then it dawned on me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He should be, he should be poking out where everybody can see him. And saying that, you know, looking out here at y'all, there's a lot poking out. <laughs> there's a lot poking out, and it, it means a lot. It means a whole lot. Uh, Brother Roger, your devotions. Uh, I pray for you. I look forward to the devotions, and uh, Vanessa and I both, and and I can speak for everybody. Um, you know. That, that means a lot, your devotions every, every Sunday. It means a whole lot. I look forward to those. I look forward to those. And, uh, and it, you know, it just, uh, you know, when Brother Steve, he said, you walk, in, you walk in the door, you can just feel the Holy Spirit. You can feel the Holy Spirit. You can feel the Holy Spirit because, because of our church family, because we're, fear, we're spirit-filled, and you can feel that, and it pokes out. Um, but anyhow, I'm just, I'm just again, I'm so blessed to have such a wonderful church family. And, uh, you know, one thing that uh, is, uh, you know, being a church family is serving. Uh, you know, I am honored to, to fill in Brother Bo's shoes. I miss Brother Bo a bunch. But I'm, you know, I'm, I'm honored to fill in, his, you know, his, his place. You know, I miss him and I pray for him, him and Linda. And, uh, you know, and Nell and Robert, you know, we need to pray for them. I miss them. But, you know, Brother Bo, him leading the music, he's done it for a long time and does a wonderful job. And I miss him a whole bunch doing that. But, you know, I'm going to serve as long as I can until he comes back and, do, and fills that job. But, you know, all of us have a, a, a service that we can do. Again, uh, you know, God has, in, in, you know, if you're a called Christian, you, you just don't, you ain't a Christian, just go sit down. You, there's something that you can do. There's something you can do. And uh, again, it may just be uh, just picking up the phone like Brother Don do. Just pick up the phone, call somebody. Hey, you, you're on my mind. And, you know, that goes a long ways. That goes a long ways. Just pick up the phone. Hey, I'm just thinking about you today, praying for you. 
Little things go a long ways. Be a service. Food. Um, you know, when go back when Delane was, when Delane passed away, uh, or not even before he passed away, uh, you know, I hadn't, we hadn't been going to church here very long, and and Lord, the church was just bringing food, like everything. You know, that, that meant a whole lot. Just little things. You know, just service. Just a little, just a little bit, goes a long ways. Uh, if you drive somebody. Um, Vanessa still has a lot of ties to our church up in New Center, and I still have some good friends there. I'm almost say some church family friend there, um, a bunch of friends. You know, my birthday was this past Wednesday, and and uh, I probably got a hundred texts from those those folks up there, but uh, it meant a lot to me. And then two of them drove down to the shop that was down there at my shop uh, Wednesday from a you know. Brought me a little cupcake for my birthday, and that meant a lot to me. Uh, just little things, just little things. You don't know they're thinking about you, but you know, just be a service to somebody. Just like I said, if it ain't nothing, just pick up the telephone, say, "Hey, I'm thinking about you, Dave. You're on my mind. I'm sure they needed that. I'm sure they needed that. You know, Brother Don's called me before, and I needed that. I needed that." And uh, Chris, he has to. Chris is a, again, he's our community outreach person. <laughs> he, he, call, he called me Friday afternoon, and, and I, I don't even know why he called, but just check on me, I guess. But now it's coming down the road, and it was kind of late, and Chris called me. Him and Pam was out making some visits for Bible school. And uh, when, I hung, told it, when I hung up on I said, well, I need to be out there with him doing that. Uh, you know, Chris is a, he, I call, I, when I hung up, but we're a community outreach, families out working. So, <laughs> you know, I thank God for what they do. And I do. But like I said, each and every one of y'all has a big influence in my life. But, but yeah, there's some more uh, scriptures that we can go to. And uh, I know I'm kind of rambling on a little bit, but uh, like I said, what Brother Michael said this morning about our church family, it, it just, uh, you know, it's, it just got me thinking how, how precious, how precious a church family is. And uh, not just to me, uh, to others too, in our community and, and others around, but church family means a whole lot. But, you know, we as a, a church family um, can faithfully live, you know, out these principles. You know, again, the, these principles, what I'm talking about, it all boils down to love. It all boils down to love. Like I said, like I said, Kayla yesterday mentioned, you know, just giving a hug somebody goes a long ways. Goes a long ways. Just a little hug. And that's the principle. But it all boils down to love. But you know, when we do this, you know what it all boils down to, too? And I'm talking about a church family. When we work together, and you know, in unity, work together in unity, and um, in, in lifting up God, it all glorifies Him. That's what it's all about. It's glorifying our Lord and Savior. And, uh, and I like this right here. And, uh, you, know, and you know, Jesus commands His disciples to, to let your light shine before others 
so that, they're, that, that they may see the good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. I like that so much. Say it again. Jesus commands. He, this is a command to his disciples. Let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. And that's Matthew 5, 16. And that's the verse you know, that can, we can stand on. You know, let your light shine. Let your light shine. You know, wherever you go, let your light shine. Let him poke out. Let God poke out where he can see. Uh, see God in your life. But that's what I had to share this afternoon, and uh, I appreciate y'all very much. Uh, uh, again, I'm, I'm so blessed, not just me, I'm going to speak for the whole family. We are so blessed to have a wonderful church family. And, um, and I, can't, I can't thank y'all enough for, for adopting us. I guess, you know, when you become a member of the church, you're actually adopted, adopted in this family. So thank you for adopting us and letting us be a part of this wonderful church family. All right, that's all I got. Has anyone got anything they'd like to share? Um, Brother Wayne, we're, we're also adopted as God's family. That's right. That's what I'm saying. And uh, going back to the for scripture, uh, I thought, you know, to be an heir means something. Oh, yeah. There's a lot that goes with that. Because, uh, you know, when, when someone passes away if they have not left the last will and testament. You know, the law looks equally at their heirs. And there's no questions that the law don't ask. Did it visit the mama like they're supposed to? Did they do the part? Did they help the brothers and sisters? It's none of that part of the law. The law is if you're an heir, then you, um, you're entitled to a part and no more, no less than the other heirs. And we're heirs of God. Right. Joint heirs with Jesus Christ. And that, that means a lot. And when we're adopted into the family, um, you know, a lot of our earthly legal system can really go back in some ways to just the way God intended. Because, you know, in, when someone passes away, a, a stepchild may not be entitled to anything if they didn't leave the last will and testament. But, if they were adopted in the family, they have the same standing as a natural born son or daughter. And that's wonderful when we think about it. Oh, yes. You know, oftentimes when people come to adopt children, they, they may already have a child. And a lot of times they, they may be sitting there in the courtroom. I asked that mother and father, I said, do you have any questions of me? And their attorney would have presented their case and what they wanted to do. And I'd say, do you have any questions of me? And I try without fail to say, 
when this adoption is granted, then this child is the same as that child. Amen. And if they're not going to be the same, we need to stop right here. And oftentimes by then, there's tears flowing from parents and children alike uh, because they, after, after that adoption, they're the same. And so we don't ever need to take lightly of being an heir of God. God, that's because true. Because what he has is ours. That's right. And, uh, well, that's, that's something wonderful to think that's, about. That's wonderful to think about because we're all going to have the same. We're all going to be equal. All going to be equal. We're all going to be rich in glory. <laughs> Amen.